This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek, show number 315, recorded on June 22nd, 2017. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Average Guy.tv studios in an almost damaged Average Guy.tv studios. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But here in Bellevue, Nebraska, of course, we post a show with world-class show notes each week out at the Average Guy.tv. Don't forget, you can join us live on our mobile app as well. Maybe the best way to experience this live if you're on the road, head out to HomeGadgetGeeks.com. Hit the uh, Android or iPhone uh, player there, download it, get that app available for you for free, download it, and have it on your phone. Best way to listen to it on the road, and uh, we stream live out there every single week. Again, HomeGadgetGeeks.com. Well, thanks LastPass for their sponsorship of that app, and uh, they, they have been good partners with us, so we appreciate their sponsorship and all that we do. And, of course, don't forget we've gone commercial-free both on Spreaker and on YouTube, so you don't have to mess around with those pesky commercials anymore. YouTube commercials are just a nightmare. So we've turned them off completely. They weren't making any money anyways. YouTube pulled in. I think they cut that by, by uh, three-quarters for most of us providers. So... Uh, commercial free head out there watch everything uh, on youtube if you'd like to do that uh, lots of great ways to do it everything we have available at the average guy tv because of all that commercial free uh, if you want to sponsor the show don't forget we got a patreon and a amazon link the amazon link is working again so if you want to join us out there if you're shopping on amazon and aaron sorry amazon us only at this point i, I had a oh. canadian one but it was making like three cents a month, and it was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll I'll shop more next. I couldn't. Time. I couldn't. The Canadian. <laughs> you guys are always complaining how expensive this stuff is compared to the United States. That is a whole nother show about how much more we pay for the same products in Canada than you do. But hey, you got great health care, right? That's all that Yes, really we matters. do. Come on. <laughs> you got a great health care. So uh, remind you, use those links when you are shopping, or if you want to support the show, dollar $5 plans on Patreon. Easy way to do it, we think, are patron supporters that do it out there and uh, we appreciate you guys and all that you do all right well you heard her laugh just a second ago she's been on the show before but uh, she's filling in for mike Weger. mike is out this week not available shauna dorsey is back shauna welcome back to home Hello. thanks for having me yeah good to have you and uh, and good to have you back summer here in omaha we uh we it's warm in omaha and uh we're just glad to be inside right in in most cases yep What's going Definitely. on right now is the College World Series. Everybody knows, but now only people in Omaha care about that. But a million people come to Omaha. Shauna, have you made it out to a World Series game yet? No, so can't do College World Series. It's always like 100 degrees out there. I just can't can't mess with that. I watch it on TV a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah, it's there's no better time to be in Omaha than these weeks. Uh, ESPN is in. There's tons of stuff going on downtown. It's a party-like atmosphere. The LSU fans get here, and they just wreck the place. And uh, so it's always it's always good to be in Omaha during the College World Series. Shauna, I don't go That's either. True. I should, and I just I don't. Should you? I don't, I don't know. I think I you're. Should, I think should. we're good. I'm at I'm at risk for severe sunburn, so maybe it's a yeah. good idea. I just stay. I'm inside. Hey, I mentioned it earlier, and uh, Aaron, I want you to think about this for a second. I, I'm going to spring this on you, but we just had a tornado come through. So I mentioned that, or it was I was opening the show, we had in Bellevue, typically where I live, I always say a, be a beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska, and we've been isolated from severe weather in the 17 years I've been here. We've never really 
had much severe weather. We had power outages from time to time, but we had a, a tornado come just within miles of where I live. So we had, you know, 120 mile an hour winds and it was just insane. Of course, we lost power for four days. It was, you know, you start changing some things over. When you think about disaster tech, you know, those things you need to have on hand. I mean, you review a lot of gadgets. I immediately went out and bought two of those lap, not laptop, but two of those batteries. They have a light on them and you can plug your phone into them. You get two or three charges. The, for the girls, they loved having those and we could charge those up and they get, get two or three charges. But Aaron, in the stuff you're reviewing, when you think about d- disaster tech, what's what are some of those kinds of gadgets you should probably have on hand for, for those times when the power goes out or you're displaced or some of that kind of stuff? One word, camping. If you are a camper or if you can even pose as a camper, camping gear is great for this stuff. And I'm a camper. I love being outdoors. I love getting unplugged from everything, despite how much I love tech and technology. But I find camping gear is that's where all the stuff is those lanterns that you were talking about that are, you know, LED lights that also double as a speaker and a power bank. Perfect. I keep ours always charged up just if we're going to go out and, you know, head out on the road. But we've had power outages, and I've brought them in and used them for that. Or, um, you know, just portable flashlights that are also power banks. I keep those charged up at all times. So any of that kind of camping gear stuff, solar panel chargers, right? That you can just sort of fold up like a little accordion and then open it up if you need it. Uh, Any of that stuff is super handy. And for the most part, we've always got it with us. You know, it's either just out in the garage or down in the basement. So Get yourself a little fresh, you know, tech camping gear. And I think you'll also be prepared for disaster. Yeah, I like the lantern, the LED lantern idea. I like it with the extra battery. You know what I'm noticing in kitchen installs, too? I'm seeing this maybe on these, you know, these um, shows where they redo the homes. It's getting more and more popular to put electricity inside the drawers on the so that you have like a charging drawer now. You know, we've always put them up on the counter or whatever. Yeah. But now I'm seeing a lot more where they have USB ports built into the back of the drawer or the side of the drawer. Have you seen have you seen any of that in, in home centers or like that, Aaron? I've seen some of it. And you can actually get a lot of uh, lights and LED strips and that kind of stuff that's um, it's just got an adhesive back so you can put it anywhere. And we had the the light above our stove went out. And just kept blowing and blowing and blowing. It wouldn't wouldn't work. So we finally like, forget it. We'll just learn to live without a light. And then I got a sample of some LED lights. Uh, I think it was from Philips. So it's a light strip with an adhesive back, just sort of wrapped it around the inside of the range hood and connected it to the app. It's perfect because now I can set it on a timer. It's on off with my phone. I can change the color. If we're having a dinner party, it's something a little more subtle and cool. I know it's just the range hood light, but it still looks fun. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right? And it's so much more energy efficient than the lights that I was blowing out of it, you know, monthly, pretty much. Well, those bulbs, you know, the ones, the old school bulbs you'd screw into the over, those are incredibly energy. I mean, they're awful. Inefficient. And you're talking about LED, sometimes even little LED stick-up lights that are battery operated have Mm -hmm. really good power. Shauna, have you, when you, in your charging station there at at, uh, at the home is it still on the counter do you have any any special device or are you just old school in it plugging it in and forgetting it i am so old school 
plug it in, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, as, as nerdy as I am, you'd think I'd have one of those like 10 port charging stations on my, you know, you've seen those, Aaron, right? They get yes. little slots and you can plug the things around them. But no, we're just, we're still kind of, you know, just plug it in, throw it on top of the, on the dresser or, you know, I, yeah. I have not. Um, Aaron, have you done any wireless charging for your phones? Have you, have you converted anything to wireless where it's just, you know, it's the inductive mm-hmm. kind of click I, it and forget it? I did try one uh, induction charging case from a company called Dog and Bone out of Australia. And their setup is you put a case onto your phone. Mine was the iPhone at the time. And then basically you just drop the phone in the case onto this flat pad charger and the, it'll charge it up. It worked great. Um, the case wasn't too bulky. It wasn't sort of getting in the way. Um, I used that for a little while um, and I kind of forget why I stopped using it. <laughs> Maybe I should look into that. I think it was when I upgraded <laughs> my phone, it stopped fitting. Oh yeah. Um, but it's, yep. they're so handy, right? And I'm looking mm-hmm. at some other options for doing that right now as well with my uh, my new Samsung Galaxy S8 that I'm playing with. So yeah, Shauna, I know you're a battery girl. You have an extended battery on your phone 24 seven. It's one of the things I only use when I travel. But you you must do you, do you wear that thing out every day? Do you get to um, just about every day? On? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat where I switched phones, so I'm on a Pixel now, which I love, and. I have the Otter, which to me is more valuable. OtterBox, which is more valuable than the charging case because I drop this thing all the time. So I just have a bunch of cables. That's are you, that's my how thing. Are you surviving it's without cable. an extra battery? I mean, you you you're on that thing. That is your primary device. I watch you that's do true. what you do. Is it? Are you making it with without an extended battery at this point? Yeah, you know what's really great is when my phone dies, I can actually pay attention to people. So that's good. That's a good side effect. (laughs) Well, I mean, to come back to the disaster thing, you know what I kind of learned is it's interesting when the tech stopped working, like I had no power in the basement, the router, eventually the UPSs eventually died. Couldn't get Wi-Fi at home. I didn't have it on my phone. We spent some time, but you have to talk to each other. Right. (laughs) That's true. It was the weirdest thing. I was like, what do we do? You want to play cards? Like, you have teenagers mm-hmm. too, don't you, Jim? Uh, just one, just one at uh, home. And she was, she's pretty good at being bored, but <laughs> it was still one of those deals where we're like, what do we do? Like, well, I guess yeah. we can go to bed. I mean, the sun's going down. I felt like a <laughs> farmer. You know? So it was, it was a weird, it was just, but you know, as, as the days progressed, I got more and more comfortable without having to be connected to the mm-hmm. tech. And I think if I had gone a couple more days, it would have felt really good. And so I've, I've understood there's this word called vacation where people do those kinds of things. And I, I haven't necessarily done that in a while. Maybe it's a good, it, Shauna, do you ever get, do you ever disconnect yours? You're way, you're even more connected than I am. Do you get away? And- no, I'll, I try uh, one quick, 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 quick story. I was in Jamaica about two months ago and uh, um, I was able to connect to their Wi-Fi, and then I got it on my phone, and then I plugged my phone in. Well, I use my phone as a little hotspot to get on my laptop and do work on the beach. I'm like, really? I really, you know, yeah. took it a little farther. I should be on the beach enjoying myself, but yeah, it's hard to. Disconnect. It's really difficult. Yeah, Aaron, you're, you're super connected because you got to be writing all the time and filing. And do you find it hard to separate and and kind of walk away from the crowd, so to speak? When I plan for it, I don't have a problem just mm-hmm. going into the middle of the woods and not having Wi-Fi, not having cell service even. 
Um, but anymore, I kind of almost plan some trips around being able to work there. So are we going to a place that's got Wi-Fi where I can do some work? And that affords us the opportunity to travel a little bit more than we might otherwise be mm -hmm. able to because we can justify mm -hmm. it by working a little bit. But then right. when I when I really want to relax, when I really want to unplug, we're going to do that next week. We're heading to the wilds of Washington State and the Olympic National Forest. Nice. And, you know, my phones will probably be off. I, and I'm and I'm going to just try and disconnect for a few days. Good. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I haven't done that in a while and I kind of need to. It's, it was one of those, the disaster kind of, you know, the with the power off and whatever. It was kind of like, wow, this this felt pretty good. Now, as soon as power came on, don't, don't, you know, I was home plugging things back in, firing <laughs> stuff back up. I was happy to have it back on. Um, but it, it did, you know, I got to that point where it took me maybe a full two and I was pretty grumpy during those. You know, while it's, you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like what, you know, it just takes a while to shift over. So I think there's, for us tech people, I think there's some value in separating yourself from that and making mm -hmm. sure you're intentional about it. Well, everything was fine here. We're back, power's back up in the studio and we're fine and everybody was fine. Fortunately for the tornado, we didn't, no one, no one died. And, uh, you know, that's unusual in a tornado that, that it did as much damage as this one did. In fact, very few, very few injuries. And so we were really fortunate with as much damage as it did. About 75,000 people without power here in the Omaha Metro right. uh, between Douglas and Sarpy County. So we were we were super fortunate. Fortunate enough, Shauna didn't even know it happened. She was she had just checked out and <laughs> she had unplugged. You know what is so funny is that I when you said it was a tornado, that's the first I heard it was a tornado. Really? Tornado. So I didn't even know it was a tornado. Yeah. Well, you're busy. You're a busy person. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. We um we welcome back. Dig, yes. We want to we want to um we want to dig in a little bit on backpacks because uh, even though I've been talking about we'll we'll do the dental tech here in just a second. Super excited about that. But um, Aaron, my backpack, uh, I bought, mm, I'm going to say I've been out 10 years, I bought it two years before that. So 12 years old, I've literally taken it all around the world with me. It has, it, you know, it's a, and I always forget, it's a Swiss, it's one of the Swiss, mm, I forget the, the brand name, pockets everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been an awesome backpack, but the handle is starting to tear, it's fraying, people look at me funny when I come to work, they're like, dude. Can't so you like, do Jim, are we not paying you enough? I know, right. exactly. And I'm like, it's like it's like my kids, you know, when they were younger, they're teddy bears that all got all worn out, and but they just didn't want to get rid of them. Well, that's my kind of security blanket. But you recently got an opportunity to 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 you know, to review. And what's the state? I mean, it's crazy some of these backpacks set up, but what's the state of where we're at with the way we carry around our laptops? Well, I think backpacks are, especially if you're sort of a business person or, you know, you're connected, you're mobile that way. Backpacks are the way to go just because they're the easiest way to carry the most stuff. And like you, I've, you know, I've had a bunch of backpacks and I've really never been happy with any of them. And they either look like you're going to the gym or, you know, they're that kind of creepy leather stuff that makes you look a little too, I'm not sure what little too trendy. I don't know. Um, but I've just never been able to find anything that sort of fits everything I want to carry can keep my technology secure because I do travel with my laptop a lot. And that looks good that I can take, you know, if I'm just going out camping, or I can take to a meeting if I've got a meeting. So I had a chance to um, 
uh, to look at this backpack from this company called Targus. Uh, there's Targus in the US and uh, Targus in Canada as well. So uh, I tried out their mobile VIP backpack. And it's basically made for, you know, commuters, for tech professionals, for people that have to lug all that gear around. So it's got a ton of pockets. It's got a sling for your laptop so that basically if you're to drop your laptop down, you know, or not your laptop, but your backpack, if you set it down hard on the ground, I've done this in a regular backpack, you can hear the crack of the laptop hitting the floor. This one's got a sling, so it's not going to hit even if you drop it hard, which is fantastic. And I tested this out a little bit. Didn't go too far, <laughs> but it works. And then it's got all kinds of other pockets for things like your tablet. Um, it's got huge pockets for accessories and, you know, and then just little things that you carry around like pens and headphones and chapstick and whatever else goes in your bag. So I actually, I wasn't expecting to like it when I got it. And I was actually really surprised. It fits everything I needed to take with me. It's very comfortable. It's really well-weighted and well-balanced. It's not too big. It's not too small. Because um, I've tried out other tech backpacks that really, you've got room for a laptop and a pen, and that's really it. Um, but this this was good. It fit everything I needed to. So I was super happy with it. And if anybody wants uh, more details on it, it's on my blog, which is techgadgetscanada.com. Yeah, let me, um, I think I've got that uh, in the chat room as well. We'll have a uh, link to it in the show notes. Did you, I'm a carrier, I mean, like, I use a backpack when I'm traveling as a backpack. Like I want it to fit nicely. I have a, you know, I want it to clip with a strap here so that it, it's evenly distributed across my shoulders. I mean, when I land in Washington, D.C., I've got to walk a ways to get to the metro. I got to ride the metro into the office. It's going to stay on my back a good majority of it. When I'm on campuses, oftentimes I'll get 15 or 20,000 steps in a day on campus, just walking around campuses, right? I've, I've got to go from room to room or do presentations, right? I mean, it, so from there's a great usability but but when we think about comfort do you think this is where i think a lot of uh, tech backpacks go wrong is they have great compartments and then these really crappy straps you know it's like the strap was an afterthought this any better it was a lot better actually and and i had a chance to compare it to something that was not as good i bought another sort of i'll call it like a designer tech backpack and had been carrying that around for about the last 3 or 4 months once the Targus one arrived, I was trying it out and it's very comfortable. The straps are comfortable. They're wide. Um, you know, the other, the kind of designer fancy one I have has kind of thin, narrow straps that are really just, there's no padding in them. It's just the fabric. They, they weren't really designed to wear. It was like, hey, right. this, we wanted to make it in the backpack category because backpacks have been kind of cool lately, yes. but you're not really going to use it that way. And I really do. I mean, I, I almost want it to be more comfortable. The the one I have has a pad even in the, for the lower back mm -hmm. where when that sits there, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't rub against you. It's very, very comfortable and I can wear it for hours and, and be comfortable with it. So it sounds like there was some thought that went into this to make sure it was comfortable. Uh, whoever designed this backpack is actually very smart because it's got those breathable panels in the back so that if you are lugging it around through 20,000 steps on campus, you're not going to be a sweaty, hot mess when you get wherever you're right. going. And it, it, they've just sort of thought of everything with it. There's a, like side pockets that are expandable where you can keep your phones, your water, that kind of stuff. There's also um, one of the pockets you can reconfigure. You can put sort of a little shelf across the pocket with Velcro so that you've got two compartments or you can make it into one big compartment depending on what you're doing. 
And then it also, it'll unzip so that you can run it through the airline, uh, the x-ray screener and not have to take it out of the bag. And then it's got one of those little straps that you can hook it over your um, wheeled luggage to carry it through the airport and it's not going to slip off. So pretty much everything that I didn't know I wanted in a backpack, this backpack has. Yeah. And even looking at the design, it's really, you know, it's clean, but it's not too, too much, you know, because the thing as a woman, you know, walking around with the bag on your shoulder, it's easy to get that thing snatched, which is not, not good, of course. And then um, also just something that's not too, too flashy. You know, I'm definitely like a low key kind of a person. So yes. that would be great. I yeah. feel like I could head to a meeting and somebody's not thinking I'm going to the gym afterwards, or I could even head right. to the gym and people aren't thinking that I necessarily came straight from work. So right. It fits in. I like it. Well, and I, the, the style I have, you know, from 12 years ago, it kind of looks like it belonged on like a stormtrooper. you know, it's got that Ooh. red, black and shiny <laughs> stuff. And, you know, and it was just cool, right? It was curves and it was, you know, it's got, it's got, uh, I've got, um, you know, things you can tie onto on the outside and, you know, hooks and all that other stuff. It looks like this design is more kind of self-contained. Mm-hmm. Everything's kind of on the inside. One of the uh, though I do have some concern. I've actually lost things in my backpack. There's so many pockets, right? And you're like, wait, okay, I've got this converter, this video converter, you know, I'm on, I need to, I need to go VGA, you know, display port to VGA. And I've got that adapter and you're like, zip and open it up and zip and open it up. And you're like, oh, what pocket did I put that in? As you are working with this, is there a smart design to the pocket system as well? In other words, no pocket is more, because I literally have some pockets that are five zips away. Like this is like a, you know, you think about clip, click, 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 click on a website, you know, this is too many clicks to get there. It's too many zips. Uh, Was it, is this, is this better? Yes, I think it was. I, I did, I put everything that I carry with me sort of every day into it and carried, carried it around. And I didn't feel like I couldn't find anything. I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I have had one of those backpacks where it's right. like zip, 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 zip. And there's another little zipper pouch inside the three zippers and like a hidden pocket and a Velcro yeah. piece. And then, yeah. you know, <laughs> and you're like, that'll be perfect for my headphones. I'll always know where they are. No, right. Honey, where's my headphones? <laughs> I don't know. They're five zips away. <laughs> you know okay the so solution there headphones in every pocket exactly. which is what i usually do yeah no just buy four <laughs> pairs and have right. them you know multiple places um in your backpack <laughs> so it sounds like though and i love though what you said it's got the zip you know you can you disconnect for the airport where you you can you don't have to take the laptop out put it in a tray you know that kind of stuff i need something do you, what, you know what the retail was on this i know it's a little different in canada but do you remember what the retail on this was i'm not quite sure i think it's about a hundred bucks Let's just I look it check. up. Let's just let's because <laughs> it. Sure. I might buy it tonight if that's the. I um, think you'd be really happy with it, actually. Uh, Shauna, what's your what's your mo for getting your gear around? What do you are you you're it seemed to me I think you're a little bit of a minimalist, aren't you? You you go with just the minimal. Yes. So, so I don't carry a purse around anymore. Um, I've got a laptop at home and a laptop at the office, and I kind of just leave them wherever. I have one at each place, so I don't have to carry them around. Um, and I do a lot of my work from my phone, as you know, Jim, from being in meetings with me. I know. Um, yeah, we're, we're dangerous together because it's like we'll just pull phones out. And then like 25 minutes later, we haven't looked at each other, but we're still on the phones working stuff out. Well, yeah, we're like, hey, let's make a connection. It's like stuff's happening. 
in person, but on the phone. Um, yeah. So otherwise I've got this Kenneth Cole bag I bought a long time ago. It's green. It's kind of crappy. And I have to buy a new one like every two years because it's like this fake leather thing. Um, but I like it, but I get, I lose stuff in it all the time. <laughs> too big, too big, uh, too many pockets. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's seem like a good idea yeah. and they never are. It's, remember, remember the Scotty <laughs> yeah. vests, uh, Aaron, did you ever do any review Scotty vest type, you know, where I, I, I lose my, them, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I would lose myself. Like in all the pockets? Yeah. It's the, all the tech pockets. There's like 19 pockets in this vest or jacket or yeah. I'm like, photographers gonna, love them and I have no idea how they find anything. You know, you can, fi- <laughs> you can feel it. You're like, okay, it's right here, but how do I get to it? Like, zip, I don't zip. You're, zip, you zip, unzip it oh, down. Oh, inside zipper. <laughs> and then there's like a secret zipper on the zipper to, you know. Um, so the the mobile, it looks like on Amazon here in the United States anyways, uh, 90 bucks. And you can, yeah, there's a. Yeah, there's 100 a bucks pen. Canadian. So yeah. Sorry, it's always right more. around there. Yeah, I apologize. On behalf of America, I apologize that it's always Apology more expensive accepted. in Canada. But 78, I can see it as low as 78. That's actually pretty reasonable. I think I spent 75 bucks on the laptop that I have now or on the uh, backpack that I have now. So um, uh, Brian had said in the in the chat, he had said he loves his, his Targus. Is that how you pronounce Targus. that? Targus. Yes. Yeah, his Targus City gear. He can carry a laptop, a Surface, an iPad, a 15-inch LCD monitor, plus a huge amount of cables, <laughs> dongles, and et cetera. What? Yeah. Ryan, what are you apparently doing carrying a monitor the, around in your backpack? It's a duffel bag, apparently. <laughs> and, you should uh, rent a car. <laughs> um, they do. Targus does uh, have a they have a roller version of it as well, a 15-inch roller version. So if you wanted to get the handle like um, – mm-hmm you know, for, for the airport or for travel and they have a briefcase version of it. So, uh, pretty cool. I think that's I've actually kinda... got some pretty smart gear. I'm fairly new to getting familiar with the brand, but I've been really impressed with what I've, what I've tried out from them so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R- Rennie says in chat, sounds like his wife's bag, a veritable black hole. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's an issue, you know, with all these little small. So during the, while the, while the power was out, so I'm finding all our, you know, all our battery gear that I have. And then I'm starting to find, okay, well, I got to take the chargers with me for all this stuff. And um, Shauna, you use a Mophie case for your iPhone, or you did before you switched. And I'm a Mophie right. guy too. Well, yeah. Mophie has its own charger for it, although you can use a mini uh, USB mini for it, but it has its own desktop charger. So you start rolling all these things up and taking it with you. And you realize like you're, you end up like Brian, you know, you've got like 50 cables in your bag and then you're, you know, you're going through, Hey, just a second. I've done this recently where I've unzipped the bag. And then I just, I just in, in mass start pulling cables out and dropping them, you know? Okay. And then I'm going to go through on the table. Um, So there's gotta be a better, I mean, Aaron, with all the stuff that you review, you know, we're, we we kind of thought we were going to do that, the micro USB, but then Apple's got its own thing and we're talking USB-C. Do you run into that where you just don't have the right cable all the time? And we got to get standard, right? Can we get there? Yes, I, I would love that. And as, as someone who we talked about this on uh, the last podcast last month when I was on, but I recently switched from Apple to the Samsung Galaxy S8. So I had everything in the Apple ecosystem and really one cable for my iPad, iPhone, you know, different one for the laptop, but, 
And, you know, I had cables everywhere in every room. And now I'm like, oh my God, I have one cable for my phone. Where is it? And you always, it's never where you need it. So I've been, uh, I've been fortunate in that I've been able to try out some new test samples of different um, cables from some other companies. I'm just looking over here. There's a giant pile in the corner of my room of some stuff. Uh, Ventev is one of those companies that sent me some new gear for my Samsung. But and they're doing a lot of the USB-C stuff, but it would be really nice if everybody could get on to one standard. But I yeah. mean, do we remember beta versus VHS? Like right. people will just not agree. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a it's a problem and I got a bunch of them and then everything comes with a cable. And so you jam that somewhere and it it's right. um it's just nah, it's just a mess. Well, it's um it's interesting to think through our the bag that we use to carry all the stuff that we have and Every time I try to be a minimalist, I go somewhere where I needed something. And then I'm like, oh, so I come home and I buy four adapters to make sure I'm never without those again. And then they sit there for two or three years, never use them. Technology changes. I, I'm like, you know what? This was $35 and I never used it. And now I'm, I'm tossing it because the technology's changed. So I don't know. I, maybe that's that's the rule of just in time where you just you buy it as you need it. And even though you're going to pay more at an airport or you're going to pay more at the gas station. Maybe that's the right way. You know, I always try to be prepared, but maybe the right way is just in time. I don't know. Well, A lot of power banks too, Jim, are being made with just a USB plug so that, I mean, you can plug in your Apple cord, you yeah. can plug in your micro USB, you can plug in your um, mini, whatever you've got can just go into, you know, get charged up. Um, I know some of those are changing as well, but you know, there's, it's almost like an interim solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, the Targus bag is going to be mine. So I think uh, later on tonight, after we're done, I think that's the, cause uh, seriously, I'm getting looks, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, and I'm carrying it around a lot more. I've been more mobile at work, which is interesting. So we just built a brand new tech floor. Shauna, next time you're at Gallup, I need to, I, you need to see our new tech floor. And okay. it's literally every desk is a standing desk. Uh, every desk has a place for just a laptop and a monitor that's mounted. So you just walk up to it. There are assigned desks, but there are a ton of just open small rooms and every room is connected with every kind of thing you can imagine to get, you know, connected into it. Big screens everywhere. I mean, it is amazing. Um, not enough power, uh, when I am finding not enough power plugs, but we even have two like restaurant style areas where they're booths. Instead of, I mean, that's kind of become what we're finding is people are going and they like the coffee shop feel. Mm -hmm. So we've brought the coffee shop into the enterprise. And uh, it's so I've been, I come in in the morning, I grab a cup of coffee and I'll head up. I'll just keep my backpack on and I'll head up to the third floor or whatever. And so at work, I'm more mobile, which is interesting. Like, you know, being mobile in the space that you have an office. Mm -hmm. And I think I don't I don't know, Shauna, you, you may sense this because you go into organizations all the time. I'm getting I know we're moving to a more open concept and I've been kind of a little um, skeptical of it. But I I don't know. Aim, do you guys are you guys offices or are you um, do um, you have a more open space or what do you prefer? Um, I prefer like, you know, having an office if needed, but um, I don't really spend much time there. I'm working on that. Um, but we have a, a pretty open floor plan on most of our floors and then. There are some offices for like VPs and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm barely in my office now. I'm mm-hmm. going to people 
or I'm sitting in open spaces. Aaron, what, what's your preference when you think, would you rather, you know, I know when you got to write, you're probably going to want to hunker down, but do, do you have any preferences? I, I'm mobile when I write. I, I have a home office that I do the bulk of my writing in, but I bought a laptop and I have the laptop for the reason that sometimes I just need a change of pace. I need a change of scenery. I need to get a little bit inspired with what I'm doing. So I'll walk down to the coffee shop near my house. I will, you know, go from what I'm doing uh, at work in the morning and just take my laptop with me and go hunker down somewhere, you know, downtown or even outside sometimes just to get a change of pace. So for me, as long as I have my laptop with me and a pair of headphones, I can pretty much work anywhere. And, and I, I don't even need to block out the, <laughs> the noise. Shauna, you come over and visit with me. We sit out in the open and right. I think get a lot of work done that way. Do you, do you prefer it that way? Is that what you said? I'm sorry, you're asking me. Um, Shauna, yeah. yeah. Do you prefer it kind of open and and <laughs> do you do you need to plug in? I mean, lots of folks say they've got to get the noise. You know, we do a lot um, with water noise and some white noise in our offices, but do you do you have to, to get away from those distractions? Do you need to put earbuds in or, or headphones? No, Shauna? it kinda it kinda depends on what I'm working on, right? So if it's detailed paperwork stuff. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, if it's detailed paperwork stuff, then definitely I need some background music and maybe earbuds. And um, But just kind of creative work, I like to be around some distraction. Um, so people around is kind of the best for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get a lot of energy from that, to be honest with you. When people mm-hmm. are moving on around me, um, I, I, Aaron, it sounds like you're in the same boat. You kind of You kind of feed off that. Not everybody's that way. Yeah, right. if I right. if I need to hunker down, I need to hunker down. But there are you're absolutely right. There's times when just having people around you, mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's stimulating your senses or just sort of distracting you for just the right amount of time while you're people mm-hmm. watching. But that can be that can be really fun and inspiring too. Well, I find having that backpack with me now throughout the day, instead of going into my office, dropping the backpack off, grabbing my laptop, I've actually found having the laptop with me is a little better. Uh, the only problem I find is I. I leave it everywhere. <laughs> and so I got to remember, you know, I got used to just picking up the laptop and walking out of the room and I realize, you know, oh, and so I get a call in the afternoon. Hey, your backpack's at our desk. You know, you left it here for the eighth <laughs> time and we recognize it now without even having to look inside it. So you I know what I, you need. You need one of those tile trackers or yeah. similar, right? Where it goes into the pocket of the backpack and it just stays there. And some of them you can actually pair with your smartphone so that when you get a certain distance from the tracker, your phone sets off an alert and is like, hey, Jim, your backpack is back there. Yeah, That's you left amazing. it. Or a shot collar, one of the two. Okay. I, I, <laughs> that might be better. Oh, I got to go back. And it only take once or twice, and right. I, would, I would be done. Well, um, uh, interesting, as, as we look at those things that carry our things, uh, we just bought new luggage as well. And, man, luggage has changed uh, to, to accommodate fitness gear and in technology and, you know, all this stuff. It's amazing what they're putting in these things. So I'm looking forward to a new backpack and uh, we'll get that ordered. So thanks for that. Uh, thanks for doing that. That's awesome that it worked out that way. Yeah. Um, Aaron, you wrote some, this is really the topic I wanted to talk about and I'm super, nobody else. So like, if you're not interested in dental technology, right, toothbrushes, and you could probably just fast forward this. But no, no, I'm, no, no, you're, you're about to be. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. You should maybe stay around because 
it's one of those things that I, for, for whatever reason, um, you know, years ago I bought an electronic to, uh, electrical, you know, toothbrush and I about destroyed the gums because I'm one of these guys that thinks I'm the one who's supposed to apply huge amounts of pressure on my teeth to get, you know, the stuff out. And the dentists are like, no, 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 let me clean your teeth. You just use the brush gently uh, type deal. And then uh, you sent me some links and I will throw that link in the chat room too as well. Um, it seems like you've been reviewing some of this, these, these electric toothbrushes and there's like some serious tech behind it. And then you, it, you got a better response than you thought. So talk a little bit about that. I did. I started, it started with one toothbrush and then like multiplied into, I think, five or six. And I just sort of got curious about this one toothbrush in particular. I thought, ah, I should see if I can try it out. You know, who knew there was technology in toothbrushes these days? And the more research I started doing on, oh, okay, well, there's this toothbrush. Now there's this one. And then there's another brand. And then there's, you know, three other brands. And there's so much technology going into toothbrushes and dental technology these days that I ended up doing a five-part series on the blog and the YouTube channel about all of the options because I was just really surprised at what's out there. And then there's also um, a big level of difference in technology from sort of the most basic technology to super complicated so that might actually be a way, a good way for us to explore the options for this tonight is to sort of talk about the the lowest tech options and then we'll wrap it up with the crazy toothbrush that is going to blow your mind, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Start start simple and let's work our way up. <laughs> right. So one of the first uh, toothbrushes I tried out was it's called the Foreo or sorry, it's made by Foreo. It's called the Issa and it's basically a silicone toothbrush full silicone and the bristles are silicone as well. So Jim, the thing you were talking about where you're trying to grind at your teeth with the toothbrush and apply all this force. And that's something my dentist told me is called aggressive brushing and I do it too. So well, good. I'm glad to see I'm not the only one who struggles with that. Shauna, are yeah. you also an aggressive brusher? Um, Not too bad. No. Okay. Not all right. Bad. Good. You're doing it right then. So my dentist had said the same thing to me, Jim, was like, you need to calm down. You're going to wreck your gums. You're going to dig into your teeth. And that's what happens is you actually end up wearing away the enamel on your teeth mm -hmm. because you're brushing too hard. And then the abrasiveness of toothpaste eats away at it as well. So I got this Foreo Issa toothbrush. It's all silicone. And because the bristles are silicone, they're much gentler on both your teeth and your gums. And I thought, well, it can't possibly be cleaning my teeth right. So I ended up using it for about three months and then went back to my dentist and said, how does it look? And she was like, oh, actually pretty good. You know, it, it, it doesn't look like anything has changed. So it's not as though she looked at it and went, whoa, this is amazing. But she said it's basically doing as good a job as the regular toothbrush I had been using, but it wasn't damaging my teeth and gums as much. So the Issa brush, it uses ultrasonic technology, which is basically kind of sound waves, I guess, to sort of shake all the dirt and junk and plaque and everything else off your teeth. But it's the fact that it's silicone, it's a little more sanitary. Um, you just change the toothbrush head out every, I think it's probably three to six months, I'd have to double check. And it's a lot gentler. So that was sort of the simplest one I tried. And then there's a different option for brush heads with that one as well, where you can get sort of a hybrid, they call it, with it's got some of the regular toothbrush bristles, 
and then it's sort of ringed by silicone. So if you kind of need that little bit extra, you can get that option as well. But that was um, that was the first sort of tech toothbrush I tried out, and I really liked it. And that was what was sort of the springboard for some of the. Oh, we might be losing. Oh, you, we lost you for just a second, Erin. You're back now. Oh, good. What was the retail on that one? Do you remember? Uh, I think it's about two twenty, and again, is, that's probably Canadian. So. This is the so, but even if it is Canadian, this is the crazy thing. As I started looking into this, these, I mean, the, I could buy this. Like when we started thinking about thermostats, like before the Nest, I would go to the you know go to the hardware store. I get a th you know thirty dollar thermostat. Yeah, throw it on the wall, and I would adjust it with my hand. Nest comes out, we're spending $300 on a thermostat, right? Yeah. This, I was surprised with some of this new technology. It's pricey. I mean, you are, you're talking anywhere from $100 to $300 for some of these, uh, these products. So this is pricey. I'm not going to lie. Pretty much every toothbrush that we'll talk about tonight is over $200. I just double checked um, the blog and it's, it's $229 Canadian. So of yeah. course, cheaper in America. Yeah, I'll say 179 on um, Amazon, free sure. shipping. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll rub it in. <laughs> yes. Well. All right. So, yeah. So, they are all pricey, but in some cases, you're paying, you know, for that technology. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, I would say the next sort of level up, there's a couple uh, toothbrushes I tried out from Philips. So, there's the Philips Platinum and then the Philips Diamond Clean. And sort of two tiers of similar toothbrush the um let's start with the platinum so the platinum is basically kind of a again a more basic electronic ultrasonic toothbrush it's got a bunch more settings the forio sort of has limited settings and limited you know configuration options i guess the um phillips diamond clean is you know you can do a, a more sensitive i think they call it sensitive mode where if the vibration of the toothbrush is really off-putting, you can actually dial it down. Or like Jim, if it's like you, if you feel like you just need a bit more, you can crank it right up. <laughs> but I shouldn't. I shouldn't need You more. shouldn't. <laughs> but the bristles, they're all gentle, right? So, I mean, if you, you can still get the soft bristle brush if that's what you prefer. Um, if you want something with a little bit more, um, I guess, rubber or silicone to it, you can as well. But the thing about a lot of these toothbrushes is they'll actually tell you when you're brushing too hard. So, you know, whether it's by pressure or there's a the other toothbrush, the other Philips one, which is um, one of my, it's the Platinum. It's, it's, it'll tell you. So it actually changes the vibration pattern when you're brushing your teeth with it. And it kind of vibrates differently. So you'll know you're pressing too hard and you have to back off. So... That's kind of the, one of the ways that the technology has evolved, that it's just going to tell you when you're doing it wrong, basically. Mm -hmm. And the other way that these are sort of evolving is they've got apps. So the Philips toothbrushes in particular, you can connect an app to them, or at least um, to the, I think it's the Diamond Clean. And it basically will track your brushing for you and time your brushing for you. So... It's not so much that it's smart and it's watching you, but it's, you could say it's coaching you through your toothbrushing. So it wants to make sure that you're going to brush for the right amount of time, which in my research I've learned is about two minutes. And you don't want to press too hard, so it'll let you know if you're doing that. 
And then it also sort of will give you a guide to, you know, have you covered all of the areas of your mouth? Because one of the other things I learned through testing all these toothbrushes out is that I tend to brush more on the left side of my mouth and on the bottom than I do anywhere else, which if you'd asked me before this, I would have said, no, I probably do a pretty good and even job. And I think I get all the teeth and I probably cover it really well. Nope. Had no, had no idea I had a penchant for one, one portion, one quadrant of my mouth. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, it, 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 we get into these habits, these rhythms and what we do. And with the standard toothbrush, you just don't know. And I, this is honestly, when I saw this, when I read this, this is what I was like, okay, this is the kind of accountability I need. One, I love to compete against myself. So I would be <laughs> like every night I'd be like, okay, I need a score, right? This is, I want like a toothbrushing score. So how, how well did I do tonight? And then the next night I want to compete against myself again. Like, could I get that score? I'm, I'm the last pass guy that's constantly checking my security score. And I'm like, oh, I could get that, you know, three percentage points better. So I am very much, I love this. We're going to talk about even a smarter one here in a second, but I, to me, this gets me fired up. Uh, Brian Hour, who's been really helpful tonight, said, by the way, that toothbrush, 162, and he can have it delivered today. So, oh my God. yeah. That, and I said, oh, nice. America, I said, <laughs> America. Now he lives close to uh, Amazon distribution center. So he's, he has that, uh, he has that ability, but uh, again, $160 for a $7 toothbrush, you know, yes. you can get it at Walmart for seven bucks and that's paying a lot for a toothbrush. So anyways, I love this. I love this app concept because I would be, I, I need that competition. And that's, you're, you're basically gamifying your nightly mm-hmm. or morning routine, right? And what you were saying about you want to sort of challenge yourself and compete against yourself. You can do that in these apps. They'll track stats for you. They will give you a progress report on how you're doing. They'll let you know if it's, you know, if you brushed longer and better today than you did yesterday. So you've constantly got that data coming in, which now this is something you have to ask yourself if you're thinking, do I need a smart toothbrush? Do I want a smart toothbrush? Do you want to be that connected to your toothbrush? Mm-hmm. And I kind of found that I, initially I was like, yes, oh, this is so cool. And I found that learning the data about which, you know, which side of my mouth I'm brushing more on and getting all that information was super helpful. And then once I had it, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, well, I I should probably check in on it every now and then. So for me, it's probably not, I'm probably not going to connect my toothbrush to an app, you know, two or three times a day, every time I brush, but it's the kind of thing I think I would do sort of every month and just make sure that, okay, I'm still on track. I'm getting, getting in all the places I need to be getting cleaning as long as I should, because you think you're brushing your teeth for two minutes. When I started actually timing myself with this, I was probably doing it for just over a minute. So I was really only brushing my teeth for half as long as dentists will recommend. And you could open your phone and just start a timer. (laughs) You know, as I think about this. Yeah, with the free toothbrush that I got from my dentist. (laughs) Shauna, let's let's check in with you. Let's check in with you halfway. Are are we are we enticing you? I mean Oh, would you no, this be your- is great. So it's like kind of like a Fitbit for your teeth, right? Yeah. I kind of like that idea. Um, I have a Philips um, Sonicare that I've had for a little while. It's great. Um, and this is a funny thing. I love to tell like embarrassing things that I did not realize about technology. So here's one more. 
this toothbrush has one of those quadrant timers. I didn't know what this like. I thought it was like <laughs> turn it off a little bit. I'm like, is this thing broken? And then it also turns off after two minutes. And I only realized that once where I just I got distracted somehow. And I was like, wow, it just turned off. And then um the next time I was like, okay, that's the two minute timer. It's just it tells you how long to brush and it gives you a little warning on each quadrant that, you know, if you spend enough time there, move to the next one. If I would have just read the instructions when I got the thing, you know, that would have taken care of it. But how much, I, I never do that either. Shauna, how much was that tooth, that, that uh, toothbrush when you bought it? Do you remember? Like 120, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. pretty good. Pr- I love that. Aaron, I love that idea too of, of the feedback it's giving you like you're brushing and then it just kind of quits. It's like, okay, move on. Like we don't need to dig in here. Yeah. Just let's just keep going. Um, you know, and I'm always, it's always so unsatisfying when I go to the dentist and they clean your teeth because they've got the right equipment and you just want to like, right. I just clean and they go zit, 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 zit on each tooth. And you're like, seriously, is that enough? But apparently it is, right? We just don't, we don't need more. All right. Let's take another step up. I'm, I'm telling people way more about my dental habits than they ever <laughs> We're getting to know you really well. Let's step up. Yeah, they'll be like, that Collison guy, he doesn't say anything about his personal life, but we know about his teeth. Yes. So let's, very clean. What's the next? Well, I, I'd want him cleaner. What's the next step up? So the next step up, I would say, would be something called the Oral-B Genius 8000. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds like something from the future. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. So this one is the next step up. And I say that because this one actually uses your phone. It's got the app, but it also uses the phone's camera to actually watch what you're doing. So yes. Jim's Jim's helpfully popped up the um, the blog here. And I've posted a video on on the blog and on the YouTube channel about basically what it does. So you put your camera, you affix it to the mirror and then point the camera, you sort of get it all set up and configured, turn on the app, turn on the brush and it watches where you're brushing. So it's actually tracking you based on, you know, the camera and your hand position and everything else to show you how good a job you're doing and it's tracking you in real time. So this has sort of more built-in technology it's also got some other neat features. There's a light up ring around the neck of it, I guess, that you can, it's an LED light. You can make it whatever color you want, whatever your favorite color is, you know, how you have a color for your toothbrush. So you can pick your color. And then when you start brushing too hard with it, it'll actually turn red and make that funny buzzing sound that lets you know, Hey, back off, back off. So And then, you know, these, a lot of these toothbrushes too, they come with a travel case that also, of course, doubles as a power bank and a recharger for the toothbrush because they're all rechargeable. So it's just, it, I found it so weird yet so satisfying to have my phone watching me brush my teeth and giving me real time feedback on what was happening. Yeah. It's kind of unnerving though, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, I would not, I, I track so in our fitness. I, we said the Fitbit, I track so many things when I do fitness that I don't, I, this would, for me, this would, in fact, you know, I'm, I'm holding back from buying this thing. Cause I'm like, yes, I want to, I would, I might even get one of my older phones that I just leave permanently uh, on the, you know, there. So I don't have to like attach it there. I just want it there. And then, um, Again, it would be it'd be terribly satisfying. 
you know, I, so I don't, I don't find that creepy at all. I know Shauna, do you find your phone watching you brush your teeth? Do you find that creepy at all? A little bit, but you know what I was laughing at was thinking about um, on the last toothbrush, she said, what if I just bought a $7 Walmart, Walmart toothbrush and then put the camera. <laughs> what I was thinking you were going to say is like, what if I put, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> it's what if I put one of my old phones, I fix it to the mirror and then just watch the video later. That's what I thought you were going to say. I, I could do that too. Hey, we could vlog that way, right? You know, it's it's my tooth, my teeth. There's brushing. a whole new YouTube channel in the works here, too. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody wants to watch that, but <laughs> it it is, it does bring it, it brings in here when we think about this, just these habits that we get into, right? And uh, adding, you know, I use a Microsoft Band, but I could use a Fitbit for for my workout. Adding that tracking to everything I do, heart rate, um, you know, pace distance, time. I'm a competitive guy. I compete against myself all the time. In some of these habits and some of these daily habits like this, and I think, you know, uh, most recently we've been trying to eat better, you know, the, the evening meal. And, and my wife said, you know, maybe we ought to just order a few of those blue apron meals or those, you know, this home delivery uh, technology has gotten really good about delivering these fresh products. And then figure out what those recipes are when they take the ones we like and then just buy them, you know, then just go buy them locally. But it's, it is one of those things for me where you kind of start thinking like, okay, I could track a little bit more and get a little bit better on the habit. You know, I could. So for people like me who need that kind of daily tracking to kind of keep them going, not everybody needs that, but I definitely, my personality definitely needs that. So I would, it, for me, it would be one of those things where, you know, once you figure it out, you're like, Hey, I'm good. I would want to make it better every day, you know, yeah. and I might, I might get to a two a month or two or three and then kind of realize, oh, uh, we lost Shauna. She'll come back here in just a second. I mean, she had to go brush her teeth. Uh, <laughs> She's going to get her toothbrush. Yeah. So, so Aaron, with all these, is that all of them or do you have one? Oh, more? oh no, Jim, I have one oh, more. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> but wait, but wait, one more. So the last one, and this one is definitely the most high tech one. I, I have to show you. I actually brought it here. Now, I realize people listening to the podcast won't be able to see this, but maybe they can check the video oh, or look after. Yeah. So what it is, it's called the Blizzident. And it's basically a giant sort of mouth guard shaped toothbrush that sort of got bristles in where you would normally just have, you know, the rubber from the mouth guard. And what you do is you put the whole sort of mouth guard into your mouth all at once, fills up your mouth. And you sort of just chew on it and move it around for six seconds. It brushes your whole mouth in six seconds. How does it do this? So what you have to do to get one of these Blizzident toothbrushes is you have to go to a dentist and they do a 3D scan of your mouth. So basically they'll put this scanner in, they wave it around your teeth. It takes like less than 10 minutes. It's completely painless. You could nap through it. Take the scan. It renders a 3D model of your mouth. You send that digital file off to Blizzident, and then they basically take this sort of map of your mouth and build the bristles into the mouth guard shape of the toothbrush so that every bristle is like configured to every angle and aspect of your teeth. So it's getting into every tiny crack and crevice of my own teeth. So I've seen similar ones of these that are basically just, you know, a generic row of bristles on either side. and you know, that might work as well. I haven't had a chance to try one of those. 
But this one, I tell you, it cleans your teeth like you would not believe. Really? And it truly does take six seconds. You just put some toothbrush or some toothpaste rather in your mouth, like use your tongue to sort of rub it around your teeth, pop the Blizzardent brush into your mouth, chew on it, and you're done. And without getting too specific, let's say, you're getting a lot of junk out of your teeth this way. Mm. And if you think about it, it actually, it should work better and faster because instead of using, you know, a three quarter inch tiny little bristle on, you know, two teeth at a time and then trying to work your way around your mouth evenly, this basically is angled to get every tooth, every time, all at once, and then you're done. And so I found it was a bit hard to get used to just because it's not like anything we've ever seen. And it is big. I mean, it's, you've got to sort of, yeah. shall we say, practice. I was going to say, how do you, like, I mean, that would feel awkward to, because it's, it's basically a large mouth guard, but it's got yes. the bristles built yeah. into it. And it's, can you, probably can't hear this. It's hard plastic. So it's not a soft rubber like okay. a mouth guard is. And I was kind of trying to figure out, I'm like, why don't they make it out of soft rubber? Like that would be much easier to deal with, but it would probably, the bristles would probably just slide right out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely a hard plastic and it is a bit to get used to because there's sort of a way you've got to get it into your mouth and <laughs> then sort of get it. That's seated. for you, right? You did that proceed. Those that's yours, right? That's I, yours. Yes. This, this one has been made for me wow. and there's, there's a photo on the blog again and, and on social media on Instagram and, and probably in uh, Twitter as well. But it's, you know, I'm kind of smiling around it in my mouth and it's, yeah. it's big. It's big. If I think if you had a bad gag reflex or, you know, yeah. that kind of thing that, that you, you couldn't go here, I don't think. But for it someone like awkward. yourself, Jim, that takes oral health very seriously, yeah. you might like this. It's So what's the price? What was the cost on that thing? Oh, boy. So if you thought the other toothbrushes were expensive, <laughs> this one, I think, is upwards. And again, Canadian to U.S. being a bit different. Um, Canadian dollars, when I figured it out, I think it was about 500 bucks when I factored in the cost of um, getting that dental scan done and everything else. Yeah. So it's not cheap. But again, you're getting something that is so customized to your mouth and to your individual teeth that that's that's where the cost comes in, right? Yeah. The 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 tool that they use to take the pictures inside your mouth when you went into the dentist is great technology in itself because it's taking thousands of little pictures and stitching them together in real time. Uh, so the dentist has got this big computer there. So last time I had, a, I had to get a crown and they wanted to match it exactly to what I had before. So before they did any work, they went in there and took a picture like they were talking about of just that section of the tooth around the tooth, around the gum, that area. And he goes, you're going to hear a little clicking. It's going to be painless. You know, it'd be great. And he let me watch it build yeah. the the image in real time. It was cool. So you hear this click, 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 click. These thousands of little clicks going on while he's, you know, no, there's no pattern. He's just kind of randomly, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, and it's stitching it together. And you can see on the monitor, it's putting these pictures together and figuring it out. That was super cool. So the technology... I did the same thing, Jim. I was just going to say, I had my camera out and I'm like, it's scanning <laughs> me and I'm trying to get like a selfie of the, you know, the 3D scan happening. And then I'm trying to turn the camera around and get a shot of it populating up on the screen. And I'm like, 
wow, like we could do a whole story about how cool this machine is. And then I'm like, wow, I'm getting really too involved in dental technology. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. It I don't know, really Shauna, cool. would you, you saw the big, what, what's, what's it called again? It's called a blizzident. 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 Shauna, would you, I, man, that would seem awkward to me. I, I've done a lot of things for the dentist. I'm not sure I'm going to put that and chew on it for six seconds. Shauna, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I don't know. Probably I'd try it one time. You know, why not? Maybe the best thing ever. Six seconds is better than two minutes. It is. A, it's a huge time saver. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you, so how often, Erin, do you use that now? Uh, not as much. And not for any real good reason. Honestly, it's for me, <laughs> for starters, I have four toothbrushes in my bathroom right now. <laughs> because as the tech blogger, that's right. That's what you that's do. How you roll. Right. So I find it's my habit to just grab for a toothbrush. So because I've been using the Foreo for so long, that's usually the one I'll grab for. Um, but when I want to do, I've been using the Blizzident sort of about, I would say every week or two weeks just to sort of give myself a really good deep clean. Um, and, and the only real reason I don't use it all the time because it is way faster is just because for me personally, it is so big and it's hard to fit. And I really sort of have to like steal myself to yeah. get it it's, ready. It's some work, some work to get it in there. It is a yeah. bit of work and it's not. It's not to say it's painful or unpleasant. It's just not as fast as me grabbing my old toothbrush, mm -hmm. right. walking around, packing my bag while I'm brushing my teeth. And it, it's just a habit. And if I, if I really thought about breaking that habit and just went, you know what, I'm just going to use the blizzard end from now on. And I'm just going to make a point of grabbing it every morning. I could easily break that habit. It's just, I get up at three in the morning and by the time you know, I've had my coffee. I'm semi-conscious. So <laughs> habits are hard to break at three in the yeah, morning. They are. They, that, yeah. it's, that is tough. I'm not sure as cool as that sounds. And as quickly, I mean, it's, yeah, it's six seconds of use, but you got to prepare a little bit differently for it and you got to work getting it in and then it's a little uncomfortable. And I do have a gag reflex, so that could be difficult for me. I'd hate to spend all that money and then try it one time and you're you know, uh, that, that would be the thing, particularly with this one is I think it's, you basically have to be sure it's going to work for you yeah, yeah. or yeah. you're going to be out a significant amount of money. Um, Emily had asked in the chat window, how often it needs to be replaced. And they say about once a year. And once you've sort of gone through the process of having your first brush made, they replace them for a lot less. I think the replacement price is somewhere around half, don't quote me, um, but it's significantly less than that. Um, and then, you you know, you probably only need a new dental scan maybe every five years, because once we get to a certain age, our teeth aren't shifting and moving as much. And then um, end, late end, I can't read what that. Oh, Ken. It's Ken. that's Ken. Ken. Hi, Ken. That's Ken. Yeah. Ken asked, uh, do you need to use a lot more toothpaste? Uh, no, you actually use a lot less because just a tiny smear you sort of smear it across your teeth with your tongue and top and bottom, and then you just sort of brush it around. And honestly, I don't think you need as much toothpaste because with regular toothbrushes, toothpaste is the abrasive thing that cleans the teeth. But with the Blizzident in particular, the bristles are what's cleaning your teeth because there, there are so many of them and they're so perfectly angled to every tooth, you don't need as much toothpaste to get the same effect. There you go. Save some money on the 
four dollar <laughs> toothpaste toothpaste and spend it on a five hundred dollar that's that's uh that's awesome uh, stargate pioneer in the chat room also is talking about uh, you know he's looking forward to the nanotechnology days when we release little you know and what they instead of a roomba they call it a toothba and you know it, you you just let it go you would you know put it in and it would or maybe a bunch of them would you know and then you i don't know how you get them out <laughs> and don't swallow them <laughs> uh, right well or maybe then they do something else maybe they clean something else after you swallow them oh yes <laughs> well we went there the um <laughs> Well, it's it's um it's cool. I you know I, this is uh, nobody except you and us now are talking about the uh, technology behind a tooth you know the, the toothbrushes. But Aaron, you said you're finding you got a lot of feedback uh, from your from who watches you on TV and your blog and some of the, and, and even dentists calling you. Is that yes. is that what happened? Yeah. I had I had a ton of interest from dentists who you know, they're paying attention to this kind of stuff, but they're like, oh, that blizzard, you know, does it, does it actually work? You know, tell me about it. And, you know, even just questions from ordinary people saying, okay, well, I, I do think I need more technology in my brushing routine, or my dentist has told me that I need to either brush more or brush more evenly or brush more often or for longer. And, you know, we were just talking about habits and how hard they are to break. I think doing something like switching out your toothbrush and going for something that's a little more high tech is going to be the tool that gets you over that hump and gets you into a new routine that's going to ultimately be better and more healthy for you. Yeah. I don't, uh, Shauna, do you find with your $120 toothbrush that you're more inclined to use it more often? Do you think about like, I really need to make sure I'm, do, I'm using this all the time because I spent that kind of money on it? Or is it just become just another part of the appliance. I think just another, another part of the routine because I've had it for about a year now. So I don't really think about the cost anymore. You know, um, it's a great toothbrush though. They, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to think about it. I'd love to, I'd love to, I need to get in the review game with you there on like, there's a lot of things I don't want to review now, but Aaron, I, I, I would definitely, um, because it's a great review product. You're definitely brushing your teeth a couple times a day. And yeah. so, you know, it's something you're using. And and uh, and like I said earlier, there's some great technology that's coming to it. So could, thank you for letting me talk about this, by the way. You, I am glad I could share my knowledge with you. You wholeheartedly went in, and I'm super excited about it. I'll, I'll, it'll be interesting to get some feedback uh, from from those who are listening to, yeah. to say, and, you know, hey, if you didn't like it, we're not going to cover this probably again for a while, but uh, there's some great, uh, for me, there was just some, some real interest in it. And I have to kind of think my experience with electric tooth, toothbrush the first time was so bad. I thought, no, I'm just going to stay manual so I can really control. And I, you know, I have this thought as soon as I start brushing, I'm like, okay, lighten up. Like <laughs> you don't have to grind it. And um, they remind me of that every time I go see the dentist. So it'd be fun to try one of these and see if that helps. Mm -hmm. um, helps in my routine. So good. Well, believe it or not, we're at the end. It goes super fast. Aaron, thank you for coming on and fill us, filling us in. It's, you got super expensive with me tonight because <laughs> both the backpack and the, the toothbrush stuff is uh, stuff I want to go out and buy right away. Um, we, we, with the disaster, just a quick story on the way out here with the power going out, we moved our 
uh, all our frozen stuff to my oldest son's house to, you know, okay, we can save this stuff before it goes bad. So we get it in his freezer. And then, and we're really careful with it. And so power comes back on. We bring it back home. I asked my daughter to put it in the freezer. Well, we had turned the freezer. Oh, we were defrosting it using the opportunity of no power to defrost. So my wife had turned off the freezer so that when, even when the power came back oh, on, no. it started the freezer again. So my daughter puts stuff in the freezer, but it's not on. <laughs> so she shuts oh. it. So a day and a half later, all the meat melts. Oh, <laughs> gross. Yes. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. It was gone. Oh, yeah, it was oh. gone. So you were like, oh, all this work we went through. And, you know, it's just a mistake. It's not a big deal. But, yeah. um, you know, all that work you go through to try and, you know, keep generators on and move it around and, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, oh, shoot. So we hopefully are done. I'm, I'm hoping we are done with this part of the week. We can get into this weekend, enjoy some some sleep and longest day of the year today, I think. I think today's the summer solstice. So longest day of the year. Hopefully yeah. you enjoyed all the sunshine. You guys get a lot, right? You're way north. So is it still light outside for you? Oh yeah. It's uh it's eight fifteen where I am and it it could be five, six o'clock right now. It'll yeah, it'll it, be light up here until about ten thirty, quarter to eleven tonight. Yeah. Is that is that get hard getting used to? Uh I like it. I love the light. I love the daylight. Um, it makes it a bit hard to sleep when you're supposed to go to bed at nine o'clock, but you know, yeah. I, Cause you gotta like get it. up early and, and although that makes it easy cause the sun's coming up about four 30, probably four, pretty 4:30. much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the yeah, sun yeah. is up these days when I'm getting up. So yeah. At least so it's, up not, here. it's not, not too bad. A lot of gadgets for that. Shauna, thank you for yes. jumping in here and being a guest host. How, how'd it feel? Thank you. It was super fun. I'm, I'm like the low tech one here, so it's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> but but it's great. It's always great for me to have somebody else here with me to ask some questions as well. So thanks for jumping in, and yeah, thanks absolutely. for for you guys. Hang tight for just a second. I'll remind everyone. Don't forget, we've got the Amazon affiliate link and Patreon links out there on the on the front of theaverageguy.tv. So if you're so inclined to do that, you can pop out there and participate in that as you feel uh, you can or you want to. Don't forget, you can send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Find me on Twitter. We're doing Twitter stuff all the time. And I love to chat with you on Twitter. So at Jay Collison gets you there as well. Christian has mentioned to me that Maple Grove Partners is humming along nicely. And we've been adding a couple customers here, I think, from I'm one of the few guys that advertises it. So I think they're coming from here. So if you've Recently become a Maple Grove Partners customer. Thank you for doing that. Remember, you can get high-speed, reliable hosting, both media, platform, all that stuff from Christian. Very secure. And, of course, he sets it up for you. So some great stuff. Hosting plans is inexpensive as $10 and uh, a month. And so he would love to set you up. Yeah, it's a great deal. Uh, MapleGrovePartners.com. And, of course, he sponsors the show with hosting here at Home Gadget Geek. So we appreciate him. We were going to do a Cyber Frontiers, but I didn't have any power. So we didn't get that done this week. We'll do it next. So if you're a Cyber Frontiers listener, we will be out with 32 here, I think, pretty quick. You might want to watch for that or resubscribe to it in your feed. And then last but not least, we want to thank LastPass for their sponsorship of the show in their mobile app. And you can find that HomeGadgetGeeks.com if you haven't done it yet. And we've got LastPass coming on the program here in the next couple of weeks and uh, got some cool changes. If you're a LastPass user, Aaron, do you use LastPass at all? I do not know. You'll have to educate oh, me. Yeah. So passwords, do you do, you do anything for password management? Uh, Any software for password I, management? I'm not going to tell you what I do because it's both embarrassing and oh, unsafe. Yeah, don't, then don't tell us. We don't <laughs> want to know. Shauna, anything for password management on your side? You using any software um, or anything? 
No, just that good old memory. Yeah. So think about this, like, cause I have like 300 passwords, right? I mean, oh between gosh. everything that's there. Mm-hmm. So LastPass allows me to securely, uh, using a web browser, autofill, or I can put them in if I, I can go to the vault and in, insert them myself, but it remembers them for me. And it also helps me generate all these really complex, hard passwords. So things I'd never come up with, like a 16 character password that has symbols and numbers and uppercase and lowercase, you know, hey, I can't do that stuff. You just click a button, it generates it for you. Then it it changes it at the site and then it stores it for you, stores it securely. You, it, you have the only you and you have the key to unlock the passwords. And you can then, it keeps track of them. You go to the site, it says, hey, do you want to do you want to automatically have us log in for you? And you just say yes, and boom, you're in. Check it out, Aaron. You, you might be interested in it. I am uh, looking it up right LastPass.com. now. LastPass.com. Shauna, Thank you. you're going to say something? Yeah, I just, I feel so, I just don't trust that. I'm like, so it seems that even the most secure systems are getting hacked these days. And I'm like, I don't think I want all my passwords in one thing. Yeah, you know? no, it's a, totally, it's one of those kinds of things. You're giving up a little bit of trust. You know, you, yeah. you know, I have the master password. I, and only I have the master password at locally and to encrypt. So my files go to them so I can, you know, so that I can sync it around the cloud, but they only get yeah. half of the encryption. So even if they got hacked, what they hacked is just gibberish. They would have right. to have my, I know. the other half of my uh, encrypted key to make it work. And so it's, um, yeah. you know, security convenience, right? We talk about it all the time. It's one of those kinds of things you are certainly giving up. Uh, you know, if you're writing it down somewhere or you're keeping it in a book or it's in the drawer or it's, you know, those things right. have their risk. Yeah, yeah, no, right on. Uh, hey, I just don't have enough brain power, Shauna. You're way smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Just, uh, yeah. anyway, go on, go on. No, no, no. It's, it's great. So the uh, last pass sponsors the show. We appreciate they doing so Aaron, let me know if you have any questions on that. Um, they're, they're great friends of the show and, and good sponsors. Awesome. And, and I've do just downloaded stuff. the app. So I'm going to yeah, check it out. Good. Give it, give it a try. And it's uh, just try the free stuff to begin with. They have a premium account as well for it's 12 bucks a year. So it's not even. It's a, when you have 300 passwords, you need that. You do. That's it's true. helpful. It's helpful. And you know, one of the things that's really helpful with that is I share, I, I share that information or parts of that information with my wife. So if something were to happen to me, think about that. If I'm the only one with the password to some that's of them. That's true. What that's do we so do? True. That's have, something you never think about. I know. They, so they that have an emergency vault. They have emergency access. They've thought about this. Like, so, you know, you, something happens to you and people need access to your accounts. Mm-hmm. They've kind of thought through, how do we get that? How, how do we get that access to those people? Um, okay. So, I might be kind of sold on this. That's a check, good point. Check it out. Let's just say, check it out. Don't, don't commit to it. Put a few passwords in <laughs> and uh, if you don't like it, you can delete it. But those guys are really working hard to make that work. And there's other RoboForm and some other ones that do it as well. But of course, LastPass sponsors here. And so we appreciate their uh, their sponsorship and what they do. So give it a try and let me know. I'd love to, Aaron. Next, maybe next time we have you on, we'll we'll get some feedback from you. Full report. How that went. <laughs> and if you're interested, uh, we'll we're going to have Amber on talking about some of the new stuff that's coming from them here in the next couple of weeks. So I'll I'll ping you and let you know when we have that. Yes, um, so I'll be sure and watch it live. You can have a listen. All right. Well, we are live. Speaking of live, we're live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. Mike Weger is back next week. We've got some stuff lined up for you. If you're thinking about 
hey, should I continue to listen? And you should really continue to listen live because we got some great stuff uh, coming ahead, some great guests line up, just like Aaron. And Aaron, again, thanks for coming back twice. You you did awesome both times and really appreciate you saying yes, uh, especially to toothbrushes. But we <laughs> we are going to do, um, so we got some, we have Brian Freelander coming back. He's going to have the Echo or the uh, Amazon show. So the new show that's coming out, he has one coming on pre-order. We're going to talk about uh, that piece. Then my, And then the week after, that's Amber. So you just have to wait two weeks to get that on. And then Mike and Mark are coming back. They're our grilling experts. So we're going to be talking Ooh. all kind of grill tech. And we got some great stuff to talk about when they get uh, here. So some great stuff ahead. Again, we're live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. The Average Guy to TV Live. We'll do a little bit of a post-show. Not, not too much, but stay around. With that, we'll say goodnight, everybody.